In a world full of distractions, there is one big question on every dog owner's lips. How do I become more than just the person holding the other end of the leash? We all get dogs of a dream in mind, a vision of the future. And if right now your everyday reality isn't quite that picture you had in mind, you are in the right place. It really doesn't have to be this way. You absolutely can and will be more to your dog than just the person who gets in between them and the world. The key is you need to be more sexy. More sexy than the neighbourhood cats. More sexy than the jogger in the park. More sexy than that half-eaten hamburger they just found on the floor. And yes, even more sexy than the dog across the road. I'm Tom. And I'm Lauren. Together Together we're we're Absolute Absolute Dogs. Dogs. And you're listening to the Sexier Than a Squirrel podcast. to the sexier that a squirrel podcast and i'm speaking really loud because we're talking about loud things we loud are going to be talking noises we're going to be talking fireworks because it seems very topical that we talk about them this week because in I, I i believe this week i'm no expert on the event this week in the uk it is bonfire night where there are often fireworks now fireworks can be one of those things i remember actually i was in expert area i was was in um, noises tom noises just not the actual time of of year and periods but what i remember being because this this could be applied all over the year right and depending on where you are in the world as to when this might happen and i remember being in florida it was new year a good Mm -hmm. few years ago now and it was New Year and we were at Disney and um, I'm not I'm not going to speak about Disney too much because it wasn't my favourite experience and I'm probably going to alienate loads of people now. But Disney was an interesting place for me. But you know what? Everybody loved the fireworks. Yeah. However, every time I heard a firework inside my stomach, it was like crunching. Yeah. And that was because I know what fireworks can do for so many yeah. dogs and animals, horses, Absolutely. cats all over the world. And I know how... Let's be honest, sometimes tragic it can be because fireworks really do, for dogs, sometimes create chaos. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, we're we're talking about this from the point of view of two dog trainers that actually we've never liked fireworks anyway. Um, And uh, I remember being at Disneyland when I was little and my parents had had brought me and I remember the display was going to start at nine o'clock and I was thinking, oh, gosh, I just want to go, go go home and get excited about the next day um i wasn't enjoying this experience and then like the first firework went off and i was like great mum and dad home. can we go now <laughs> i've just never appreciated them and I mean, ever. they are terribly terribly beautiful um when you see them with no noise um but actually it can just be such a fragile situation yeah. for dogs for people for um anyone that's at all disoriented and and um certainly animals Um, and so actually we want to do a bit of a prep edition or um, an edition where we talk to you about this can start months before the event and I know Mm. loads of you guys have been listening to the podcast and you know all about all the sorts of programs we have and what we do but this can obviously start way before and hopefully we're working on a basis of calm Um, we've already got a dog with an empty bucket or as empty a a bucket as we can we can find Um, something um, like our calm supplement might Mm. be um, a long term plan for your dog as well as something you can start immediately but also could be working on a base of your dog already on um calm canine so your dog could already be taking that one Um, and actually we want to ideally start this in with our dog in the best position they can be because i think the thing with fireworks now tom is they start way before the event and they seem to elongate and finish especially i mean i was in birmingham last fireworks night because Mm. i was working with the um police force Mm. and oh my goodness they went on a long time yeah 
Yeah, absolutely. And so we're aware that, you know, there's lots that you can do ahead of time. We talked about things that you can do and, and skills that you can build in previous episodes. We're aware that this is kind of the week of bonfire night. So chances are there'll be fireworks happening, you know, right now, you know, tonight or whenever you're listening to this. Um, and so we want to almost give you some like... Uh, what's the word like um firefighting reactive things that you can do and proactive you know in the immediate leading up to the event that's going to make this as as good as it can be and and we i think that's really important we acknowledge as good as it can be mm. because you know what this situation sucks yeah and in some years to come at some point i don't believe that they will still be something we have yeah. and at the same time right now this is where we are this is what we've got um and here's where it's at mm. and let's make the very best of it that we can given the uh, sometimes difficult circumstances now where Tom and I live um, we're quite rural and I'll be honest last year uh, year before last rather I think I heard two fireworks here and that was literally it too over the whole period in Birmingham when I was working with the police and I was in um, Solihull so right um, in the busy sort of part of of Birmingham oh my goodness I I honestly felt I was part of some war like it was insane it was a whole new level and I had no dogs with me for my relief Um, and actually, I think it's very different depending on where you might be living. So we appreciate it. We feel super, super um, aware yeah. for you. Yeah, right? absolutely. And in fact, you know, you, you can never be, you can never take it for granted because I remember I was actually doing a Facebook Live to the training academy talking about fireworks and how to prep for them and what to do about them. And my neighbor started letting off fireworks in the middle of the live. Like you could not have made it up. And I'm there on a live like, okay. The dogs are downstairs. I'm doing a live. There's fireworks going off. There's lots of dogs that are probably listening on the live stream as well. We are going to think solutions here. Um, and so, um, As Tom's walking around the house, putting the radio on. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, we, I, we're really lucky in that our dogs that, that, we, that, that we have don't currently have struggles. We, we touch wood and celebrate that and appreciate that every day. It's probably because of the skills and the concepts that have been grown over time. But what do we do this week? And what will we be doing regardless of the fact that our dogs are absolutely fine with fireworks? Now, a couple of things. We're going to share some top tips. So some of the things that we might consider number one is I don't walk my dogs yeah. around that period and I know that might sound for you guys terribly cruel uh, for me that is terribly kind mm-hmm. and when I say that what I mean is I would take them out in sensible times of day yeah. if there is a sensible time of day and I'll be honest in Birmingham there weren't that many sensible no. times because they were being let off at all times um, over that day uh, which is in November uh, which is now um, and so uh, you'd have to be a little bit careful yeah. about that and um, it might be out for short toilet breaks definitely definitely pre that type of time or that period get your dog to be used to going to toilet on lead and yeah. being able to um, go potty or whatever you call it in America and uh, other places because I certainly I'm heard it a sure few they times they that. do they say go potty <laughs> that's what they said that's what that's, they I'm said but I'm not go party um, was how they, it sounded like it sounded like go party yeah, like not... it's your birthday <laughs> <laughs> so anyway wow. oh no our lights changed yeah. um, but anyway uh, with that move <laughs> it's all going Pete Tong <laughs> The light's changed, no, but it's all fine. It's fine. Um, you're bright <laughs> enough, Tom. It's all good. Um, and so and so, I suppose it's being able to prep that, knowing that yeah. the dog can go to the toilet on lead, yeah. because actually you don't want to risk do- go- yeah. dogs going to the toilet off lead uh, in this period. Also, yeah. knowing that, say you were somewhere like um, maybe London or Birmingham, and you don't necessarily have your own garden or space to let your dog out to the toilet on, you need to know they're going to go to the toilet on lead, because you might not have time to take them to the park yeah. when there's lots of fireworks and noises and, and chaos going yeah. on. So actually, lead toileting for me is a, a must. And 
And for my dogs, going to the toilet on cue when I need them to mm-hmm. and not messing me about, I suppose. So not like giving me hours and hours and hours and hours. Actually, I need them to go then and there and then back in again. That would be one of my top tips. Yeah, next tip would be always carry food on you in this period so that you can you can support your dog where they're going to be open to support, right? Because it might be that your dog's not going to take food. But if you can get some, um, get some, you know, positive outcomes in there as noises happen and one thing that i think is really important that we do without even thinking about it but we should probably explain is that if we were doing this in this time period we would be feeding for every noise yeah we wouldn't just be waiting for the fireworks to start and then the and then going in with the food actually the more you prime your dog with noise equals food noise equals food bigger noise equals food smaller noise equals food big noise equals food small noise equals food actually the more you're going to be able to reach them in those times when actually fireworks are going off and you have no control over the volume or anything like that you've got control over how much you prime them for that experience okay my next one would be where possible actually black places out so you're not going to see the light go on and off so you um, and when i say blackout what i mean by blackout for me is um turn the lights on in the house and put the um curtains or blinds or whatever it might be down so those are down uh, and therefore you don't get those like crazy like flashlight moments so the flashlight of the fireworks it's not happening. Uh, and so for your dog, they're not seeing those crazy changes because even if you make it noisy in the house, like you've got the radio on or you've got the television on or anything else, your dogs often will see the the change in lights and, and they know what to predict. They're not stupid with this. So for me, um, have a have a good background noise on. Uh, so something like the radio, the television, uh, some cool music, something that you like, um, nothing that sounds like fireworks um, and definitely not TV with fireworks in it um, because those dogs are pre-sensitive to it they're going to clock those um, and absolutely 100% blackout places but have the light on so for me you've kind of made the scenario as neutral and normal and good as you can make it um, yeah, and and within that room personally I'll set up a crate a den a space a puppy pen a space where my dog is able to go and spend some time if they decide to retreat Brilliant. and if they do retreat I don't try and drag them out and make no. them okay no. I let them retreat and I let that be their coping strategy and I try to say well actually if there is an appropriate coping strategy that is one of them yeah absolutely so next tip is um, we do this as a rule anyway but we'd be making sure we, we were doing this doubly um, in this period is we would have a variety we'd have literally two drawers of the freezer full of filled bones um, already filled um, lickable canine calm mats you can add your supplement um, too many of these calm in there as well um, and the idea being that you, you're not having to quickly prep something you're ready they're frozen they're pre-filled they've got their calm canine in them and you can be giving those um, and that might be how a lot of their daily food allowance comes in this in this time the next tip that we've got for you is a weird one and that is as the if if your dog is experiencing fireworks and they they seem a little bit worried but they're not kind of gone to that stage of lights on no one's home i'm in my crate i'm not coming out or i'm not taking food actually get them moving stick the music on get them moving get them um you know chasing bits of food get them doing some um left and right spins or 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 catching bits of food or searching bits of food out actually moving in this time if they're at the, you know not a, a level of fear where actually they're like 
like, nope, that's not happening, um, then that can really help them cope with that weirdly. It's it, And it's not weird if you think about it. You know, if we, if I said to you, I'm, you know, I'm going to put a spider on you, you're not allowed to flick that spider off you and you've got to sit in a chair and not move. That would be much worse than if I say, okay, I'm going to put a spider on your shoulder. You can walk around the room freely, walk as much as you want. You don't stop moving. You keep walking. You don't flick that spider off. Guess what? You're going to feel better with because you're moving. It's effectively like a power pose. So my next tip for you is ha- have a happy list of behaviors. Yeah. So a list of happy behaviors for you might be, um, I'm thinking of one of um, my client's dogs. Uh, if she moves around and bounces, her dog runs up to her to try and play with her. Um, if maybe we do some left spin, some right spin, some barking, some bowing, some retrieving with a toy. All of those things might come in handy um, for something like this. Um, And so have a list of happy behaviors. So actually you can be topping up the optimism and equally play some optimism games. So you know that if you're part of the training academy or sexy than a squirrel, um, then there are so many games that you can be playing to top up your own dog's optimism bank. If you are part of the training academy, just literally type in optimism when you're searching and literally a whole host of games are going to pop up right Tom yeah absolutely and these are your tools the building blocks of success and yeah you know this year it might be making the best of a bad situation make the picture look you know five percent better than it than it did last year that's fine. Then next year, let's aim for it looking 50, 100% better than it did this year. That's what, you know, the, the long-term brain reshaping is going to happen following this event. Absolutely. But there are things that you can do in the moment. And I would say most of all, guys, try to stay chilled yourself. Try try not to get angry about the fireworks. Try not to be shouting at the sky. Try not to be getting annoyed at your neighbor. We absolutely appreciate that fireworks are less than ideal for pet owners and dog owners all over the world. For you guys, uh, yeah, your dog's got their calm canine. You might need a bath and a gin and tonic or whatever it might be that is your sort of ability to go, this is okay and I can handle it. We know it is not the best scenario and yet what we've got to do is find our best scenario within it because you cannot control the uncontrollable and that is the world liking fireworks Um, and so for us um, that's something that we feel is really important to give yourself a little bit of a a let up a bit of a pat on the back you're doing your very best it's not going to be necessarily the perfect scenario and equally we've got to make the best that we can of a difficult scenario absolutely you're the very best dog owner your dog could ever wish for you're listening to this podcast there is stuff that you can do there is stuff that you can make it five percent better support your dogs help your dogs out in this time be kind to your dogs and also be kind to yourselves that was this episode of the sexier than a squirrel podcast we will see you in the next episode and remember stay sexy Hey, before you go, have you taken part in the worldwide Sexier Than a Squirrel Challenge? It's a 25-day online video program, huge energy, amazing community, and over 6,000 people are already taking part. The only question is, you know where you are today, where do you want to be 25 days from now? Head to absolutedogs.me forward slash sexy. 